Hey everybody, welcome to Table Talk 3G. We are here for episode number four. Um, we appreciate you coming back. We're here with Michael Ramos, Evan James, doing the thing again. And uh, what are we talking about today, fellas? Um, we were going to talk today about um, entrepreneurship and kind of the uh, mindfuck, if you will, of being in business for yourself and what a crazy trip it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. absolutely so um i mean tell us a little bit about your story michael like what are the things that that you realized you know when you first got started that this was going to be a different ride and a different type of journey than your normal average nine to five job um i think the biggest thing is uh really looking at what um you're gonna the obstacles and the troubles that you're going to kind of come across. Um, you're not going to like just do something and it's going to work. You're going to have to like try things and be very patient and go be ready for long months of not having any money and <laughs> yeah. eating, you know, um, cup of noodles, noodles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> And there's going to be times where like, you know, you make money for like a month or two and then it goes back down, you know, and you got to like keep reinventing yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things is like people think success is like you you get there and then it's like, okay, I'm there. But as soon as you get to a level, you realize it's like, damn, now I got to work even harder. And it's like, oh, okay, I was working hard already, but now I'm here. And now I got to work even harder because there's more obstacles and more problems that you're kind of going to be coming across. Sure. And and if you're not like, you basically get what you, you put into it. Yeah. You know, like if, if you're just, if you want to start your own business, but you want to be able to get in, go to work and then go back home after you're done with work it's not going to work. You know, you have to like, there's days where I have 10 hour shifts and I'm doing things before my 10 hour shift. And then on my lunch break or any little break I have to try to catch up. And then after work, I'm doing stuff. And it's like, you have to be able to sacrifice not going and hang out with your friends, not going to dinner with, people not missing out on parties missing out on you know events because you don't have the money or the time and i feel like you only have 24 hours a day what you do with it is your choice but um when you're in business for yourself it's basically 24 hours right and one of the tough things too um when you're missing those parties and you're missing those events and you're not able to go out and do things when and where you'd like to necessarily do them. There's also that added pressure sometimes of loved ones telling you, Hey, why can't you come out here? Or, Mm -hmm. or, you know, well, you don't hang out with us. What's wrong with you? Or, you know, or even spouse, like, you know, absolutely spouse. I think it's like, yeah. And it's like, not only that, but you have to make sure that you keep your, like, your mind healthy because it gets really lonely because once you start doing that, you don't have time for other people. And it's like, even if you want to go spend time with people, you can't 
and then you get lonely because you're like not surrounded by anybody but yourself for your business going on that i think you really have to be um comfortable and happy with With yourself yourself. because if you don't like yourself uh, it's not ever gonna work yeah yeah. because you have to be in a good place you're spending so many hours with yourself inside your own head Mm -hmm. um trying to solve all these problems or come up with the next um you know marketing idea or you know executing on that idea or whatever it is there's so much work that goes into it and when you're a small business owner and you don't have big teams and and all that kind of stuff you do spend a lot of time on your own um and and it's tough yeah. and i agree um i agree to the fact that if you can't love yourself through all of that you're you're done you're doomed from yeah. the start and i think you'll burn it, out real quick <laughs> yeah i think depending on like your industry but i'm just basing this off of my industry uh-huh. and my first five years of experience and my first business that i opened up you know i was just going to work doing my haircuts and then just going home and i was able to make money every day but i could never take vacations i could never do anything because if i didn't work i couldn't make money right Mm -hmm. and i had to pay bills luckily you know i lived with my mom for like the first year or two that i opened that business and i had something to fall back on like i i didn't have to pay bills right right. but i realized that if i'm not doing stuff outside of cutting hair to improve my business i wasn't getting anywhere yeah and it took me like five years to really realize that until i opened up this business and you you kind of have to just be more aware of where you're spending your time because if you're not spending if you're spending your time with like say you get home and you spend the time talking to you know your family members for about an hour or two and i'm not saying you to not do that but those two hours you could get some stuff done Mm -hmm. and you're sacrificing some sleep because now you're spending those two hours talking or you know whatever getting stuff done now it's kind of cutting into your sleep because you have to get other things done. And well, it sure. comes down to time management and like prioritizing yeah. what needs to happen. And I'm still horrible at time management. Me too. <laughs> I am horrible. I'm at not that. getting sleep tonight <laughs> because of it. Exactly. I think most people do struggle with it. Um, and there are a lot of things out there. People say time blocking. People say keeping calendars. People say all kinds of things. And I don't think there's one surefire answer for anybody. There's no magic time management yeah. pill or secret sauce or anything like that. You have to figure out what works for you. Um, yeah. I agree with Evan. The prioritization is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, what's important to you and spend some time figuring that out and working on that stuff. But yeah. it, it's a must it's a must to survive. Like I've tried having or doing like the spreadsheets of like, okay, six o'clock to six 30. I'm doing this seven to seven 30. I'm doing this seven 30 day. I'm doing this. And every single time I've done it, I've maybe been able to do it for a day. And then it's like, okay, I can't do that because this has moved to this time and this is this. So now I like, instead of doing that, I just have like the list of things that need to be done that day. And I just make sure that they're done before I go to bed. That Mm -hmm. way it's like, I, doesn't matter when I do it as long as I do it I'm good 
I fall into that category too myself. I've done the time blocking stuff. Um, when I first started it, I was horrible at it. Um, I got okay at it for a little while, but there are so many things that are out of your control throughout the day. Yeah. Somebody can't make a meeting or a meeting ran over or, um, you know, you, you couldn't get in touch with that other person on the other that you were going to make a call to or whatever happens, you know, or, you know, um, I, parents like you, uh, <laughs> you, you got to go pick up your you, kid because you, he broke his finger yeah, you or gotta something. Go pick up your kid at school because <laughs> he broke his finger or yeah, all of that stuff. Right. Life happens. And um, getting to getting back to the mindset part of, of being a business owner or in business for yourself, uh, you got to learn not to judge yourself on that stuff. Because otherwise you will absolutely go crazy. Yeah. And that's why I like um, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I, I full on agree with it is my list for the day is there. And in the morning, I well, I'll look at it at the night before. The next morning, I'll look at it again. I'll ask Google what's on my list. <laughs> and she'll tell me what's on my list. And I just make sure it gets checked off by the end of the day. That's a good idea. I have an Alexa. I should start using that because I just have it written on like my phone. So I have to like go check my notes and all that. But it would save time like waking up and turning the shower on and just listening to like what I need to do that day. Exactly. It's totally easy. I just ask it, what's my day like? And it tells me everything. You're going to be busy as fuck (laughs) today. (laughs) It's like, hey. You're busy, bro. You need me to make some calls for you? Yeah. It'll be nice Dude, when that I day wish. comes. I wish, yeah. <laughs> It'll be nice when that day comes. But totally, it's it's like that. And any little minute you can save, like you say, being able to just listen to Alexa tell you that while you're in the shower is a yeah. huge thing. Like I I do it while I go get my coffee, and I walk into my office, and I'm when, as I'm walking through the door, I'm asking, and by the time I'm sitting down, it's telling me what's on my calendar. Yeah. And then it automatically even goes into my my song while I'm just kind of looking over, you That's know, cool. email and stuff. I can't do that. I can't have, like, songs as an alarm because I'll learn to, like, quickly hate that song to where now whenever I hear it, like, playing throughout the day, I just get that same, like, feeling of me waking up, like, super early. And I don't like waking up. So I'm like... I just, I get all like, ah, oh, yeah. and so I constantly have to change like the song alarm <laughs> and then I'll hear it and I'm like, no, skip. Like I can't, I just, you get like that, like knee jerk, like cringe and it's like, nope, can't, can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Well just wait till you uh, start living with someone and then you kind of have to adjust to Oh, you have they, to tiptoe around. Yeah. And, and, oh, <laughs> like, oh man. man. I mean, <laughs> I live, alarm, I live with, I live with people and before I was awake when everybody was asleep. Like now I wake up at four. I, I used to go to bed at four and I still go to bed at like two, but it's like I'm up getting food. Like my dinner was at like three in the morning. I'd be opening the fridge cooking. And it's <laughs> like, man, you guys vacuum outside my door at four, six in the morning when I'm asleep. So like, yeah. I'm not going to be courteous to you. But now like I wake up when my, I, I leave before my stepdad leaves for work now. So it's like, I'm up getting coffee before it went while he's coming down, like all tired. Well, I just meant like when you have someone sleeping right next to you and like, you know, your alarm, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, (laughs) you just, you just kind of learn to adjust. Um, it it is a pain. Um, and I've had some flip flop in my schedule too. I used to be, when I worked a nine to five, I'd be up super early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Well now, because I, 
you know, I'd be waking up at four back then. Now I'm going to bed at four and, you know, sleep until maybe nine or 10 and, you know, she'll wake up before I do, or it's just, it's a hot mess. Um, you learn to live with it. You learn to figure it out, but, uh, it is not easy. Yeah. Now going on, um, back to the, what we're kind of talking about, I maybe you guys can agree with me or maybe do a different, um, perspective about this if you're in business for yourself and you say that you have nothing to do that's a bunch of horseshit. because <laughs> <laughs> people always like, i mean like when i'm in here people ask me like oh how many days do you work and i'm like well i cut hair five days a week but sunday monday is i'm doing all the back end stuff and they're like well what do you do it's just like it's so many things that I do. I'm making phone calls. Yeah. I'm talking to, you know, doing emails. I'm marketing. I'm doing something to like better my business. And I'm also maybe taking care of myself. Sure. Going to the gym yeah. or meal prepping for myself. So many things that you, you have to consider and you're spending eight to 10 hours at work. And mine, my work's a little different than your guys's because I'm working in my business and I have very little time to work on my business. Yeah. So it's kind of, you guys are doing the same yeah. thing right now, but that's like, like, yeah, I'm like scheduled to where like, right. You yeah. have appointments. You have to be there no matter what, yeah. or you don't get paid. Exactly. That's one thing I need to like set up is cause recently I partnered with, um, like a co-op preschool where like their parents are also there in the preschool thing and i did like that was like my first paid photo shoot ever mm. was and it was like last year around this time um like in november or something um and i partnered with them again this year but it's now instead of all the families in one day it's they get to pick a weekend a 30 minute block so i had like 20 families email me in a day being like oh i need to schedule this and i'm like Okay, like let me. I don't need because it was my first time. Like, okay, I have twenty people to schedule over like four weekends. Like, how do I do? Because I, I didn't. I don't have like that automated. Like, you, oh. you go and you schedule yourself. And I used to have that with Calendly, but I was like, I have never had anything where I needed this. And then that happened. I was like, I need to get this again. Like, yes, where they it. sign Acuity. up. Acuity, Acuity, <laughs> Is it man. free? Uh, um, they do have a free version that would work exactly for what you need. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. And probably it's easy for them to book it. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you charge them a fee or not. Um, or you could charge them like a fee for like booking it. I don't know. How no, you Cause it's like through the preschool. So okay. it's like, we're like, it's this yeah. thing, but, but I just, just, it's like, yeah, it'd be much easier to just like have it. Can you link yeah. acuity to your Google calendar? Yeah. Yes. So it'll be linked okay. to there and then, so it'll just pop up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm you'll doing get that. text message notifications okay. every time someone books I'm gonna it. I'm going to do that. And then they can also, they'll get like notifications and reminders, reminders where okay. they, if they can't make it, they can reschedule, reschedule. it themselves. Okay. And it's super easy. Yeah. Like and I'm I can, always like, asking you my clients. You can block days out. You can block yeah. days out, whole nine yards. And okay. you can set certain days, certain hours yeah. for the day. This podcast so is sponsored by Acuity. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Sorry, this wasn't supposed to be on the podcast, but I needed help. So <laughs> maybe you know this what? helped one of you too. <laughs> exactly what I was yes. just about to say. Maybe it helped one of you. And if you need help with that setup or anything, hey, give me a call. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Email. Where can they reach text. you? They can reach me. Um, they can reach me at on Instagram. 
just go to GR Zuniga um, and hit me up there. Um, you can reach me at 951-293-4237 or you can email me at grzuniga at aptechgroup.com. That's A-P-P-T-E-K-G-R-O-U-P.com. Nice. Another thing I wanted to talk about that's kind of off topic is more on like like the keeping yourself in check and like making sure that you're healthy is like challenges and stuff. That's very and I was uh, going to see if you two wanted to do like a challenge thing like every morning when we wake up we text in our group chat like we make like a thing like you have to send like the video a video of you doing like 20 burpees or something. I'm down. Cause I yeah, right. cause I have that Help schedule. Hold me accountable, yeah. baby. <laughs> and, but we need something to where like a, as a punishment of if we don't send it. Okay. That person buys dinner for the next podcast or something, or yeah. it's five bucks in five, five bucks, bucks in, in the, the pot, jar. and then we the use winner that for actually something. makes the the winner. There's got to be an incentive to do it too, right? I know. Well, we'll we're totally gonna cut. It out, let's let's. Well, let's 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 just maybe put it into a jar. Yeah, totally. And, and then um, and then we'll do something with that money at the end of the whatever. Yeah. We'll use it to go buy beers or something. I don't give a fuck what we do with it. I'm well, that kind of counteracts all the burpees that we do. Yeah. That just makes me need to do more burpees. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could start it off with just like an accountability thing. And then if if one of us is lacking, then we can be like, all right, Penalize. motherfucker, give me some <laughs> money. Like. <laughs> I'm down for whatever. I, yeah. I, I yeah. can definitely. I think use 20 burpees is fine. 20 or 30 or whatever you guys want to do. Ah, does All it right, have to be so burpees? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if I do burpees in the sauna, is it going to be 20? Yeah. Damn it. All right. I'll do it. As soon as you get up, it has to be sent like when you get up. So, like mine, I'll be sending you guys by six because I'm at work. I'm filming at six. Do so. I get a Do I get a curve for being an old motherfucker? Well, it's whenever you wake <laughs> up. But like, if you send no, it out, I, like I mean, number curve. If oh, you're doing no. twenty, can I do fifteen? Uh-uh. <laughs> you can. You can do you know one what? per no. rest. You Fuck both of you. I'm you gonna wanted, do forty. You Fuck wanted you guys. to roll with the yeah. roll with this. You gotta. You gotta hang. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Fuck we're not. Guys. It doesn't I'm have doing, to. Yeah. I'm doing twenty. It I'm doesn't doing have 40. to be twenty in a row. Yeah, I mean five. Do you f- the yeah, rest, four another sets five. five. All right, all right. Hey, all right. you gotta start Talk somewhere. Talk your shit. Talk your shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was just saying that because I might be doing five and resting <laughs> and doing another five. No, but I I think that's a great idea. Okay, um, that starts tomorrow. All right, in the morning. Yeah, morning. but so it. you have to send it by within two hours. Within, of waking within up. you wake up. If if it's like three p.m., then it's like come on. You're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's getting sent, I guess it's okay if you're doing it sometime throughout the day, but it's like, do it in the morning. Cause then like you start your day, right? Yes. Cool. I'm totally down. My weekends, I'll probably send it a little later. Cause if I sleep in or whatever, but <laughs> I've been sleeping in now to where when I, I wake up at like 10 now and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. Cause like, instead of me going to bed at like six on the weekend, I like go to bed at like, midnight now and i wake up at like 9 10 instead of like four in the afternoon i'm like oh i have my whole day <laughs> i can get some shit done but going back on to what you said about taking care of ourselves i think that's something very important that business owners um people that go into business forget don't to really, do yeah forget to do and in order for yeah. you to take care of your business you got to take care of yourself that's yeah, what i, I mean being physically fit 
is also right in line with being, excuse me, mentally fit. And you got to be both. You've got to be both. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to be, but you know what? It sure as hell helps. Yes. And each one helps the other. Mm-hmm. If you're more physically fit, it helps your mind. If you're more mentally fit, you have more discipline to be physically fit. To keep, yes. to keep your body in That's line. That's what I just you. need. Yeah. I need to like, I just need, I need to drink. Tacos. I need to drink water. That's what I need to do. That's an easy one. Today I got better. Literally today I've had like your, st- your plastic cup to that like if you flipped it upside down to that first like gripped ring that's how much water i've had today so that's so a probably shot. about like a shot of water i've had and then a coffee and a bang see that's where you that's where you're messing up in the bang well that's because i got a long <laughs> yeah. night ahead of me but <laughs> no, <true>. that's <laughs> where i was like you're supposed to be drinking a gallon of water a day and i've had like a, a shot of water yeah. So it's like that's so I've had bad trouble. for you. I've had trouble with that my whole life, and recently, the past three months, I cut out soda. I cut out juice. Yeah, I haven't had soda in three years. And I'm like, like drinking those thirty-three ounce waters. Mm-hmm. They're expensive. That's why I buy them. Cause cause you're gonna drink every last drop. <laughs> yes, and the reason why is like if I'm buying a soda or anything, like I better drink that water. Right yeah, now. like so I, I have at least two a day. Yeah. I have a 64 ounce more. like insulated like hydro flask ish thing, but it's not hydro flask. Um, I have one of those and then I have a 32 ounce one too, but I'll like do it for like two days and then I'll like leave it in my car by accident and then it'll like live in my car for three weeks and then I have to pull it out. But so I need to like just set alarms on my phone to be like, drink, go drink water, like go drink a cup of water or whatever. Cause I can throughout the day. Cause I'm like for 10 hours a day, I'm at the same place filming. So it's like, do you ever have cravings for what? Anything? Mm, not too much. Any like ju- juice, soda, juice sometimes, but soda. No. Cause I haven't had soda like in like three years, food, a certain type of food. Not that often. Piece of ass. Okay. Cause <laughs> it depends. <laughs> so, so the reason why I ask you that is because I got a lot of cravings and when like I've done fasting before yeah, and when I'm getting hungry, I just pound a whole water and I'm get like, it gives me that sensation yeah. that I'm full. I need to do the opposite though. I uh, need to eat. No, yeah, <laughs> I, need, I need to eat too. I'm just saying that that's how I've like kind of, yeah. I more water to myself. myself. But I like, used to do that. I can't do that anymore. Um, I used I could go all day without eating back. That's what I do right now. Yeah. Like I cannot, I cannot do that anymore. I have to have food now. No. Yeah. Like throughout the day. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I'm not saying to do it. I I don't fast every day or anything. Oh no. I think there's, I think there's definitely a benefit to fasting. I do. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't (laughs) eat from, from when I wake up to about 11 a.m. is that's when so we go going on. So going back to eat. the challenge, I we can add water to it. Okay. As soon as I wake up, before I brush my teeth or anything, I pound half of that water. So that's easy. So I that can be part of it. To, yeah. So let's just drink a uh, uh, what's it called sixteen ounce bottle of water. That's thirty two. So I was so like that. a regular bottle of water. Sixteen ounce okay. bottle of water. Before you do your burpees. 
I'll, I'll drink, do it after. I'll drink one before. I'll drink one during and one after. I'll do it I, after because I don't want to do burpees with like a full water bottle in my in me. Just chuck well, it just, out, bro. I, I just do it right as soon as I wake up. Oh, because I feel it when I I'll slush like. Well then, then do it as soon as you wake up. I'll take a sip teeth. and then do my burpees <laughs> and then finish the water. Okay, there you go. That's just craziness. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get ourselves hydrated. We're gonna get ourselves fit. I'm yeah. all down so for it. So if anybody else listening or viewing wants to participate in this, um, you find can. a group of friends, do it, or DM us on Instagram your videos. Do we have an Instagram yet for this? We do not. We need to make one. We do. Gr. What about me? What was the um, name of our podcast again? The name Let's of the see if podcast. we can make it right now, actually. Let's just do it right now. Absolutely, 100%. The name of the podcast is Table Talk oh, 3G. No. All right. So we can either do Table Talk 3G on Which there. is available. Okay. Or I was going to say 3G Table Talk. So, Evan. Table um, Talk 3G? Yeah. For you, um, the journey's relatively new. You're heading into um, the end of your first year. Mm-hmm. What are what are some of the things that um, triumphs, tribulations through this last year for you? Um, learning how to balance everything. Learning how to take care of yourself at the same time. How to not like my main thing is I'm always feel like I'm behind. Oh yeah. Even oh, though you like, always feel like that. I always feel like that. Like mm-hmm. I look at other people and I'm like, well, You're like he's 17 or he's 18 and he just did this or has this much. It made $10 million last year and he's 19 years old. Like these YouTubers and stuff that I know. And it's like, what the heck? But I'm in reality. I, I kind of like come back pretty quickly. Cause I'm like, if I really wanted to do that, I could, but I, I'm not trying to do that. You have a different path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I might want to do that down the road as like teaching videography and stuff through YouTube, which I want to do, which I just need to again balance and find time to start making videos once I do it. And I probably start, w- w- I probably will start doing that once my room is finished because I'm kind of using my, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys do this, but I use like certain things as like restart points in my life or like so like we just got new floors in my house so i have to take everything out of my room so i'm like okay fresh start new floor in my room i'm gonna reorganize my room redo my room like throw out over half my stuff that i made like a box like i'm like i made a thing like i'm throwing half of my stuff away i'm going through all my clothes throwing half of what i have all my clothes away if i haven't worn it in the past three months i'm throwing Go it, i'm going i'm gonna sell it or donate I love it. it um like I want to go more minimalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I'm using that as like, okay, once that's good, I'm going to make my YouTube videos. I'm going to be like drinking more water, going back to the gym every day and doing that. And I usually, I, I do it. Um, but it's like, that's the thing is like, you have to use that. If you're going to use things like that periodically as restart points, you have to s- stick to it and not be, restarting the same thing every time i think you're um i don't think you're alone on that because i am constantly always trying to reinvent myself and i get uncomfortable seeing my stuff the same way 
So I'm always reorganizing. Yeah. Like I just did I cust- yeah, I have I to customize. I just did my everything. station. Like I switched my station around. Now I was telling the guys like, oh, I move my steamer over here and I move this over here because I'm always trying to see how I can work better. Yeah. How I yes. can make it how easier to get for it. me. Yeah. Even with my room, like how I can set up my alarm and where I put my stuff for in the morning to get me going. And even just my workspace area. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's a good trait to have when you're kind of in business because from my personal experience and from experiences that I've seen businesses that have failed, um, you have to keep reinventing yourself and your business constantly. Because most people think like, oh, once you set up the business and you get it going, it's like all set and it's there's no such thing as set it and forget yeah. it yeah and at all a lot of people think that you know and once they get into it and realize that it's kind of a little trouble but i'm constantly reinventing myself even just my personal life like reorganizing my station reorganizing my room reorganizing things that will help me be more productive or get things done you know and it's just i get uncomfortable if things stay the same sure even in here like i don't know if you guys notice but i'm always moving the couches yeah. i'm always moving something around because i'm like it needs to move around you know I no, absolutely i i think that's definitely a good thing one it keeps things fresh um two it it shows growth right you you learn how to um you know if something's not working quite as optimally as it should be and you just tweak it just a little bit and it makes things work that much better, whether it's the flow of the customers or, you know, helping you shave a few minutes or a few seconds off of what you do, whatever it is, flows, processes, all those things. If you can continually optimize those, it makes life a lot easier. It makes um, time seem to fly by faster. Or, I mean, there's there's a whole lot of ways to just really optimize your day, and that's by continually tinkering with it. Um, you know, your your business is a living thing, if you will, and you you've always got to be, you know, just tweaking it just a little bit to make sure that you're you're getting the most out of your 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 business. I mean, like a, a lot of my customers with websites, a lot of them think it's set it and forget it, and no. your website is a living thing. It has mm-hmm. to. It has to grow with you, right? That's what I didn't do. And you you need to learn to. I mean, in in the last two years, I've revamped my website three times, and it's in the middle of one right now, um, because it things become information becomes stale, information becomes stagnant, and um, you also learn if you're looking at your data behind the scenes that you know you're learning where customers are hitting on your website and where they're not hitting on your website and things like that. So those types of things need to be updated and changed. So it's learn and grow and that requires change. I think that's where a lot of uh, small business owners and people in general, uh, you know, not everybody is comfortable with change. I get it. But I think it's, um, it's in our DNA. Humans are meant to adapt. And change is like kind of adapting, re, re, kind of adapting. Yes. However, they're also not comfortable with yeah. change 
So us and as humans, you know, we like we like to yeah, feel sort of creatures well, of yeah, habit, comfortable, creatures. right? And so when that change comes, it it really it's hard to stick to it for a lot of people. It, yeah, it really is a hard thing to deal with and a hard thing to stick to. And that's why habit forming, um, when you're trying to do something at a high level, whether that's be an athlete or that's you know be a business person or that's be the best at whatever it is you're doing, whether that be personal or professional, um, you know, forming good habits is is the important thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what you and Evan are trying to get across in the mm -hmm. um, conversations we were having a second ago is you have to form those habits and you have to stick to them. Yeah. Um, because and, and make it more of a part of your lifestyle rather like like fad diets fad diets are never going to work it has to be a lifestyle because a diet is only temporarily mm -hmm. and you have to completely change it if you say i'm only going to do a diet for the summer then it's not going to work you're not even going to last the summer because you were intentionally thinking of only doing it for little period of time and because tacos are good yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just the bottom line but no you're 100 percent right i i full on one and all i meant agree. about is we're we're it's in our dna to adapt although we don't like change because oh, i don't know yeah, like i get it i 100 we we can adapt to it if we create the right habits to help us succeed and adapt yeah, to that. Pe people who are good at it and people who are uncomfortable, who are comfortable with being uncomfortable can always adapt. You're great at it. Um, I've seen Evan, you know, over the past, you know, few months be really good at it, especially because, I mean, he's put himself in different situations professionally already where he's like, this is good for me right now, but now I've got this opportunity and I have to adapt to this opportunity to move forward. And that means I have to flip flop my sleeping schedule mm -hmm. and that can really be a, be disruptive in his life. However, he's able to do it and overcome it. Um, and you know, we can sit here and, you know, say it sucks because it does, but at the end of the day, he's comfortable with being uncomfortable. And yeah. I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat is, they complain about things oftentimes, um, but they're not able to go outside of their comfort zones to move forward and push past whatever it is that might be holding them back. Yeah, and I think, and I'm just talking through personal experience, um, the only time I've ever changed things in my life is either me wanting to change it or me being forced forced to change something it. very bad happened and you backed had up to... into the corner and yeah. <laughs> i have to come out with my claws like a cat and basically just go fight or flight yes that, that's and, that's a very human and i thing. think people um do change they just don't realize it until there's a circumstance or something that happens that they're forced to change and their dna will allow them to adapt to that change you hope hope you know <laughs> Yeah, all that stuff you can get rid of. Okay. You can get rid of all that stuff. That was a friend of mine's podcast. He's like, you're doing a podcast? I want to do one too. All right, bro. Let's do one. I'm down. <laughs>
that stuff you can get rid of too. So GR. What up? Now the question turns to you. Oh shit. What have you learned or um have you kind of experienced within this last year or two owning your business that um has you know kind of helped you or kind of forced you to kind of do things or maybe even sure um for me the the biggest thing i've learned is i'm not the only one out there facing all these challenges there's people like you there's people like evan there's i mean every single business owner ever we've all faced these same challenges so one thing for me um especially going back to what evan said earlier is oftentimes you feel super lonely like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and um you have to come out with your claws yeah. and it's it's super important to um to understand that you're not alone, which is why I love being able to come and talk to you or talk to Evan or talk to some of my other clients who, who are also facing these challenges that, um, you know, at times can get you down. Um, I think that was the biggest thing I learned that I'm not alone. Um, one of the other things is that to constantly be prepared for not being prepared and not to judge myself, mm -hmm. right? Things are gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna have a curveball thrown at you. You're not gonna be able to make an event. You're not gonna be able to make all the meetings. You're gonna have to say no sometimes. You're gonna be told no sometimes, and none of that is your fault. Yep. I also think of going back to like the lonely thing too. It might not even you be like. It might not necessarily mean that you're literally alone like there's nobody around whatever it's sometimes like because i have like i live with my family and stuff but it's also to where it's like nobody gets it right like they don't understand how hard like you're trying to work like mm -hmm. if you're in your room like i'm in i go home and i i go straight to my room not because i want to go in my room but it's because i'm doing work yeah. and they're like oh yeah you never talked to any of us blah 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 and it's like no you don't understand like I'm not in my room because I don't want to talk to you guys. I'm in my room because I have to do work. Like you're playing the I don't, yeah, I don't game. get to go home and like relax now because it's a nine to five. No, it's like I just filmed for six hours for this company. Now I have to, or for 10 hours for this company. And now I'm home from five to nine to 10 before I go to bed to usually like one, usually doing stuff for me editing my freelance stuff editing whatever i need to do writing ideas for future stuff that i want to do or whatever projects. yeah school stuff because it's like i'm school full-time and then i work 10 hours a day and i'm freelance so it's like when people are like complaining like oh you're never free whatever it's like no you just don't get it like it's not that simple it's not that black and white there's a quote that says you got to be willing to do what others aren't willing to do so you can live the way that others can't live right you know and most people don't understand that and you know i see a lot of people you know they see what i got and like i'm lucky i'm fortunate 
you know, I've luckily both my parents were able to believe in me and help me fund the business. And I'm grateful for that because I didn't do any of this on my by myself. Right. You know, but they don't see the hard work that goes into it before that. They don't see all the years that I've been putting in, like Evan says, after I get home, go straight to the computer, go straight doing something, either reading something, learning something. Like just you're, you're, you're alone because you have to basically spend time developing yourself. Yeah. You're in your own business, developing your brain, because if you think about it, Everyone's kind of felt a little depression. Everyone's kind of felt a little anxiety. And when you're by yourself and you're feeling depressed or your your head's messing with you, no pills, no nothing is going to really be able to um, help you. The only thing, there's no outside help that is going to be able to help you. The only thing that's going to help you is your inside state, uh, of, mind. state of mind. You got to be patient with yourself. Yes. yes. Patience is key. Um, I think you bring up a good point, um, and we did touch on it a little bit, but yeah, you have to be physically strong, and you have to be mentally strong. You have to be mentally stronger. Yeah. You have to be mentally like, even stronger. You, What you said really rings true to a conversation I was having with some friends last week, and that was, um, you know, in, in this day and age, you see you see a lot of things brought up about mental health. And I think today a lot of people um, confuse mental health um, or mental illness yeah. with mental weakness. I, yeah, I feel like so many people abuse that term. Agreed. And it's like, it just frustrates me because it's like, I get it with some people. It's like, yeah, it's like, I get you have anxiety. I get you have depression and stuff, but it's like, like my girlfriend has she has anxiety and she gets like in these like stages as well but like she understands my way of helping her because i was like look you have your therapist she can help you the way she can help you but the way i help you is like i'm not trying to be rude to her but i'm like you need to toughen up a little bit and it's like not to where i'm like not sympathetic of people that are like that it's like Cause I like get anxious sometimes too, but it's like, you need to learn how to control it and to start improving it or else it's just going to ruin your life. Well, I think it's easier to be a victim, to play the victim role than to take responsibility and and like responsibility. The moment I took personal responsibility for the situation I was in at that time in my life, the amount of money I was making, the car I had, everything that I had to that point, and I started making changes, you know, everything's kind of, I've started getting everything I've wanted. I've started creating and attracting the things that I've wanted, and it's because I'm responsible for my life and nobody else is. 100%, and I think that was probably the biggest lesson that I learned is once I was able to say and understand and absolutely with conviction know that everything that happens is 100% my fault, yep. life gets easy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's life so gets easy. super easy because it's easy to point the finger 
and, and make it more of a problem and then stew over it and, and get all wrapped up into it and get in your feelings about it and all that shit that comes along with that kind of stuff. And if I just take yeah. personal responsibility for the shit that happens to me and roll on, life gets a lot easier. Yeah. That's one thing my family like gets frustrated with me is because I'm, I am in that boat to where like everything that happens in my life, I put it on me. Like every decision I make is my decision. I've made mistakes because I've decided not to listen to other people's opinions and I still do what I want. And then I ends up screwing me, but I learn through experience. I don't want to learn by listening to someone. I want to learn by doing it myself. So when I have friends or family that are complaining about something that's like, Oh, this sucks or whatever. This job sucks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why are you bitching? Like (laughs) quit your job then like quit being a fucking pussy. Like, sorry, but like do the shit that you need to do to get out of that situation. Like you're the only person, like nobody is going to go quit your job for you. Nobody's going to like, just like stop complaining and fix whatever you need to do to stop complaining. Cause I don't want to hear you complain. Sorry. Every decision you make has a consequence, yeah. whether it's good or a bad consequence. Right. Yeah. And the time and energy spent on complaining is yeah. a lot more time and energy than if you just go out and yep. do what it takes to go fix it. And that's my personal opinion. And, and I, I just, I feel that yeah. when I take the responsibility and just do the things that I need to do to get the things accomplished that I need to, yeah, things fall into line a lot easier. And you need I to be okay up, with whatever decision you're making. Yes. A hundred percent. You will make the wrong decision. You yep. live with the consequences. Yep. Mm-hmm. You learn from them and you move on. Yep. If you sit there and judge yourself, that's when you get into these things with anxiety and depression because that's your body just defending yourself you know, and so when I and say stress. mental weakness, it's stress. And when I say mental weakness, I don't mean that to be a negative. It's just there are times there are, when you when you get tired, your yeah. body's weak yeah. and you rest so that you can and reset so that you can build up your strength again to go take on your day. Yep. You need to do the same with your mind. It's just like a computer. When you don't turn it off for like three or four days, it, it starts messing buggy. up on yeah. you, right? Hard reset, man. You, you got to reset yourself yeah. too. You got to have that. And that's just like, it's like with bodybuilding too and building your mind. Like you go to the gym to tear down your muscles, to break apart your muscle fibers. Then you go home, you drink your protein shake and it rebuilds those on Why top of each other and gets bigger and stronger. stronger. So you do that with your mind. You're going to have to tear your mind down and you're like, you're going to have to tear yourself down a little bit to grow from that. So one thing that has helped me with stress and anxiety is, and I think we all forget about this is being thankful, grateful. Yeah. Whenever I'm dealing with stress or I'm stressing about something, I, I literally get out a piece of paper or my notebook and I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. I can, I could tell you 10 things that I'm grateful for like that. Sure. And I could tell you probably like 50 things that I'm grateful for. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if, if you get past those 10 and you don't really feel any better, keep going until you feel better. Yeah. Somebody always has it worse. Mm-hmm. My Yeah. I don't do it's about perspective. that. I, sh- I should start doing that. What I do is, is I just like, and I've had it cause my family, I have family members that like aren't very on good terms. So like, 
whenever they get in a fight and I'm there, every single time it's I'm like, you guys are going to be dead within 50 years. Both of you will be dead in 50 years. Like, get your shit together. Fix whatever stuff you have going on and be happy. Like, even when people are, like, negative mm-hmm. at, like, my work or whatever, and I'm like, you guys just need to fucking smile. Like, you, you guys are going to die eventually. You know what those people are called? Energy drainers. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell. And, you, like, you, you be around. I had a relationship to where... I would come home from school and I would sleep from the moment I got home from school to the next day I had to wake up because I was in that toxic relationship. I was just drained. And then when I left that person, I got so much energy and Mm -hmm. I felt like a new person. And it's like, there's people like that in your life and you need to weed them out and karate chopping all that negative energy. And it's those people that are like, that just do the same thing every day and are stuck in that rut. And it's just like, Hey, how are you? And they're just always negative. And it's like, Oh yeah, same shit, different day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just whatever. Another day, another day, another day, another day, another day. It's like, what are you doing then? It's like, uh, one guy I used to watch on YouTube. Um, I forgot his name, but he was, he was talking about that. And he was like, those people are stuck in a rut and they're not doing anything good with their lives. They're energy drainers and they're better off dead. He was like, they need to be doing something to push themselves every day. If they're not asking for struggles, if you're not asking for like a struggle or an obstacle to be put in your way, then what are you doing? The reason they're feeling like that is because it's their body telling them that they're not you know doing the right thing you got to listen to your body people are attracted to being comfortable yeah and and i mean you anxiety stress all those things it's your body telling you what you're doing is not like aligned with you or or good for you so you got to change something yeah you got to make something change something different most people want the government to change most people want they the blame something else. Well, most people want right. everything to change. And in order for things to change, to change yourself, you got to yeah. change. And that's the biggest thing that helped me. You know, I listen yeah. every morning. I listen to something positive the first yeah. 20 minutes of my of my day because I want to start my day with positive yeah. energy, positivity. And, you know, there's people that always are like, oh, why do you listen to this? Why do you sit? I don't listen to music. If I listen to music, yeah. it's here at the shop. Yeah. But if I'm in my car or I have my headphones or I'm at the gym, I'm either listening yeah. to something positive, yep. something motivating. I listen to motivational speeches when I go to the gym. And and that's just something to get my mind. I'm training my mind at that yeah. moment. And I'm feeding it, you know, And that what helps you so it. much, too. That's like my family kind of is like... Because there's uh, some people where it's like they just feed like they just regurgitate the stuff they hear they don't practice it where it's Mm -hmm. like someone's complaining and they're like oh if you're complaining you're not doing this or whatever like regurgitating something they heard the rock or gary vaynerchuk say it's like yeah shut up like but if it's somebody that's actually applying those things in their life then it's like okay i kind of do have to listen to what they're saying like Mm -hmm. i started doing that in high school i like my junior year i was like okay i want to start like listening to these people because they're obviously doing something right so why don't I start listening to them so I can start doing more things right too? So I did. And now with like people, my friends or my family that 
I don't think are at that level, I try and like tell them like, Hey, like stop complaining. You're going to die soon. Like eventually you're not going to be alive. So like do what you want to do. And I say the same thing when they're like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be dead in 70, 80 years. I was like, so I'd rather do it. Yeah. Like I'm not here to play it safe. Like I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, Go if, bigger, go yeah, home. if it if it backfires, guess what? That only affects me. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> or you end up in a wheelchair, but <laughs> hey, one of the two. That you know that might make you stronger. Yeah. I, I know some people in that a have gone through way, that shape, and, or form. Yeah, you know, make them stronger mentally yeah. or something. Yeah, always. There's always good a benefit out of. There's never something that's a hundred percent negative you can always find a positive yeah. in every situation right. and for like all that stuff people listening or watching and you're like okay this is just a bunch of mumbo jumbo like motivational crap it's like yeah it might be but it's some it's stuff that all three of us apply in our lives and it's something that has helped us like be successful and so grow. it's like if you want to make fun or not care by all means go ahead but I guarantee you the people that do take this and do try and apply a little bit are going to go further than you. There will be a difference. And I'll really subscribe to you. You've brought up a few times the, you know, one day you're going to be dead or you will be yeah. dead in 50 you're years. You're going to and die right now at the top of my personal Facebook page. Um, the header is um, a skull and overlaid over that. It says memento mori, which means one day you will die. And I use that as motivation to, yeah, one day I will die. I don't know when that's going to be. So I need to do the shit that I got to do now. I can't wait. I can't complain. I can't worry about anybody else. I just need to get what I want to get done now. So, um, and then there's another even follow up to that, um, which is um, Memento Mori at carpe diem which means seize the day get it done you know go out there and do the things that you feel you need to accomplish or take that next step or take that first step yeah right i mean at at the end of the day don't procrastinate don't procrastinate that shit and i I was the worst procrastinator in the world in high school i was but I was the person that would do everything because, like, in high school, it's, like, always the same for everybody. Like, they slack off at the beginning of the semester, and then when finals come, they're, like, flipping shit because they have <laughs> to do this. I was the opposite. Sales people. I was the person that did everything the first, like, three quarters of the semester. So I would have, like, a 98, 99 by the time finals came, and I could be, like, I don't even have to show up for the final, and I'll get an 89%, which will round me up to an A still. I was like, I'm chilling. I was like, I literally can bubble A for this entire test and still get an A in this class. So I was like, do the hard work first and then relax. Don't relax and then you're like, oh shit, I'm 60 years old mm-hmm. and I have like eight kids that I need to pay for college or whatever. I don't have anything. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Do the opposite. No, I agree. I see n- notoriously salespeople do this. Um, you know, the first three weeks of the month, they're slacking off, having fun with each other, pretending they're working whole nine yards. It gets to the last week of the month and they're all going ape shit trying to get things done to meet their numbers goals or they're worried yep. about getting fired. You, or know, who, like you car, know who else like does that? They're, that trying to, they're yeah. trying to ram things 
you know, sales through that shouldn't be going through in the first place. Police officers do yeah. that too. <laughs> and car sales. At the end of the month, they're they're out there right? with the Riding radar, tickets. like I gotta get my ticket quota. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull every motherfucker over the first day of the month. So I, the get rest out. of the time, I'm just gonna be chilling. Like, yeah. But going back onto what you were saying is like some people might think this is just a bunch of mumble jumble crap, and it's um, it is if you we, don't apply. Yeah, it. if you don't apply, it. and tell you the truth. I think you guys can all agree with this. In business, you're not going to please everyone. No. So no. for those that think this is just mumble jumbo, that's okay. It's cool. There might it's be cool. another podcast. There for might you be just one else. of you guys that might take this and apply it. And the reason why we talk about it, it's like we're just kind of yeah. reassuring ourselves. We're kind of like helping each other. Like you're going down the right path. Yeah. Keep going. Keep pushing yourself. This podcast this struggle. isn't necessarily for like advertisement and viewers and all this this is more we wanted to do this just for ourselves yes to improve ourselves and have more intelligent conversations and, and share it with you and guys. be yeah. able to be around people that get it for at least once a week to help prevent loneliness too mm-hmm. so but why not document it at the same time? Yeah. And so, put ourselves out yeah. of our comfort zone. Exactly. There's we a don't lot like, of that going on. Here. I love being behind the camera, but I don't like being in front of it. Yeah. But same here. That's why I like this too, because we're not looking directly at a camera. Our cameras yeah. are over here that you kind of forget about them most of the time. Especially when you have these intelligent conversations, you totally forget well, that they're even that's there. That's the reason why we have this com- podcast. Cause we're always having these yeah. conversations and we wanted and to like, like, Hey, like, we should just we document this. this. Yeah. It might help someone. It's, it's yeah. you know, totally. And if you're ever down, you can go back and listen to one of these yeah. podcasts and be like, okay, yeah, I need to. And I don't know up. if you guys do this, but um, you could think I'm corny or not. Not you guys. I know you guys won't think I'm corny, but for you viewers <laughs> might think I'm corny or not. And I just really don't care. But I talk to myself in the mirror all the time. I talk I have to conversations myself with myself in the mirror all day long. My girlfriend's like, "Are you talking to yourself?" <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm just talking, <laughs> saying something out loud. But I'm talking to myself. I'm up talking to myself. You know, I'm there telling myself like Michael when I'm feeling down. Like Michael, you're you're great. You're gonna do this. You just gotta get through it. You know, I'm the tired. opposite. I just tell myself to quit being a little bitch. Like, well, yeah, I'm a lot <laughs> like too. that too. That too. I'm a lot like that. I'm, you know, like, I, I a take bitch. the opposite of when I'm complaining is when I say, Michael, you're yeah. being a little bitch. But when I'm struggling and I don't want to wake up, I don't want to get this thing done. I'm like, come on, Michael, what is it that you really want? Are you going to, do you want to sleep or do you want this? Do you want to sleep or do you want to make money? Do you want to uh, sleep or do you want to I'm like, your get your ass out of bed. Yeah, I've always had a I saw it somewhere, but I kind of like implemented it into like a different version as well as I saw it somewhere. It was like with heaven and hell, whatever you guys believe, whatever you don't believe. My version of hell would be meeting the person that I could have been if I did everything that I should have done. Wow, that's very true. I never I never thought about it like that. So when I'm trying to get out of bed. And I'm hitting snooze. I'm like, my other self didn't hit snooze. Maybe that extra five minutes made me a million dollars. Ten million dollars made me have. I met my soulmate or something like, to where it's like, 
it does it's not just about money it's about family it's about yeah. this it's about health whatever blah, blah, those blah. five minutes you could have impacted someone i could have done yeah those five minutes would have translated to something greater you could have saved someone's so life that's what i'm like minutes. yeah exactly i'm like i yeah i could have met someone where i eventually filmed this whatever and then made all this like like awards and whatever and impacted all these people. I'm going to use that. I'm going to write that no, down I, and put I, it on I, my board. I, I think I am too 100% because what that leads to is living a life without regret, which you have to be okay with everything you do. You, you have to be okay with everything you do. And if, if you look at it the way you just brought up, you're going, you're going to push yourself further and have less regrets in life and let's face it i mean and i think i i may have heard this on gary v or something like that but i think what he said was there's nothing worse than looking into a 90 year old person's eyes and seeing regret yep yep there's also uh i check myself like every day like do i regret anything so think about this and i've heard this through les brown and he talks about he went to see someone at a hospital oh i think i know and he's talking about think about you being on your deathbed yeah and you seeing all your dreams all your your dreams right in front of you and they're gonna die right with you because you never brought them to life Mm -hmm. yeah and to me like dreams and things that come into my head no one else can bring them out no one else can bring out the dreams that go into yours or the visions that go into your head. Same with you. The only person that can is you. They were put in your vision or your your brain yeah. or your dream so you can bring them forward. And not, I mean, we have thousands of ideas and millions of dreams. Yeah. It's like impossible to stop thinking. Yeah. Like, 100%. I mean, At least for me, I can't But that's stop what thinking. helps me. Like, I'm a big, uh, I talked to GR about like what, I'm a big thing person on write keeping a journal and writing things, you know. Yeah, I've I heard this from Jim Ron. You know the the books that I those journals that I leave to my, you know, grandchildren or my kids are going to be worth more than any amount of money yeah. or furniture that I give them. I haven't you know? told any of my family. I've told like one person in my family and like a couple of like maybe two of my friends, but. I'm basically telling everybody now, but yeah, I have a journal that I started when I was 18 writing to my future kids. Like it's to them. Like it's titled like, like the book of life. Um, and it's like, so like if my daughter, my son comes to me crying when they're 17 years old because they just broke up or got broken up with the love of their life. It's like, let me give you my advice, but then go read this. This is me at your age going through exactly what you're thinking so you're not like oh dad doesn't get it because he doesn't get it he never did this no yes i did motherfucker (laughs) i'm 17 writing this like you can see like the page crumpled up from like tears being dried on it like this is me having to break up with the love of my life or whatever at your age this is me struggling financially this is me not having like these struggles or whatever at your age a hundred percent. That's with the same with my lessons learned journal. I mean, that's, that's me going through all these different things in life and saying, Oh, I get it now. Or this yeah. is what I learned from that. And this is what I learned from that, um, experience. This is, this is me 
finally understanding that I'm not alone or finally realizing that um, I should have made this decision when yeah. I came to the fork in the road instead of that decision. Yeah. And this is me taking re personal responsibility and understanding that there's a light at the end of the tunnel yeah. um, and all these things. And, and what I end up doing is I review them at the end of the week. And then I also do a review at the end of the year, um, getting ready for another year. But a lot like your um, journals, my idea is to pass those on to my kids and grandkids so they can take a look and see, wow, never realized that those times that when we thought this was going on, this is what was actually going yeah. on. Or, you know, um, they're, they're, you know, he wasn't dad just being dad. Excuse the background noise. There's a blower guy yeah. too. Um, but yeah, and the number like the first page in that journal because my whole thing is like i'm a very strong believer is is that you're gonna die so my like literally That's something starting, we all have in starting common. my thing off in my book is like i could like recite this page word for word it's like look before you can read all this stuff in this book in this journal that's gonna help you and like help you grow and learn and relate is you need to understand how lucky you are to even be alive. Yep. And it's like, and then it goes into, it's like you, like I could have won the lottery like 50 billion times and that's more likely to happen than you being born. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's like 420 trillion, one to 420 trillion is your chances that's of being awesome. born. And it's like, and that's in it. And it's you like, came you came out a winner. Yeah. You are going <laughs> you are to, already a yeah, winner. you are going to die eventually. So you need to make this gift, this real gift that you're alive worth it. If you call yourself a loser, realize you're that the Michael Phelps of the sperms. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right you, out the gate, you, you, you started already with a win. So if you end with a lose, I mean, I mean, if that's you call yourself you. a loser, that's you're just not really realizing that you were already a winner when you. And were the born. ironic thing is, the more L's I take in life, the more W's I end up yeah. having. Um, Nobody has gotten to where they are without screwing up, unless yeah. they've it's all been handed to them. But that in itself is a screw up. They won't be able to continue that. I screw up like eighty percent of the time. Yeah. And 20% of the time, I just get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Word up. I, I, I can I can get behind just that do for things. sure. It's like, oh, that worked out. Oh, that's cool. Like, and and at the end of the day, what that really means is you're trying. Yeah. yeah, I think as long as you consistently try, you're going to do what you are. You're going to get what you are trying to get. If you constantly do something over and over and over and over and over, you either are going to die doing it or you're going to figure it out. It's just like with the light bulb and stuff. It's like, I didn't fail 10 million times. I found out 10 million ways not, not to do it. Right. And then I figured out how to do it. And not yeah. only so that, it's the same thing with getting fit, like finding your passion, getting your career, meeting your love. Like it's all a numbers game. Everything is a numbers game. You keep playing it. Your odds are better than being alive, so eventually it's going to happen. And the thing is, is 
even if you somehow don't end up getting what you want, you may learn that along the way it's not what you really wanted. Mm-hmm. And what happened that with me? You found your passion, or you? I found- wanted to be a doc. I was going to school to be a doctor, and I was like, man, I'd rather pick up a camera. <laughs> and then I wanted to be a soccer player. I still play soccer though, because <laughs> I I figured out that I have a. Uh, more abilities and more talents with my hands than I do with my feet. Fine motor <laughs> skills. <laughs> I I honestly never really figured out what I wanted to do in life. Um, I just did things until I found something that I really liked. Mm-hmm. I, I was never like maybe when I was little, I thought, man, it'd be cool to be a professional baseball player like a lot of other kids. But I don't think that I ever really sat down and said, that's what I want to be. Um, but I've always, I think just because I've never wanted to pigeon myself whole into one little thing, I've always been curious. I've always asked questions. I've always wondered. And I've always gone against the grain. Always, always, always have I, you know, been like, oh, yeah, everybody's doing that. I'm going to do this. Yep. And um, somehow that's worked out for me. Um, knock on wood. But yeah. Um, I don't even think I need to knock on wood, to be honest. I think I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. And at the end of the day, as long as I've let – the other thing that I learned, be happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be happy. Even when shit is the worst it could be. If you hit rock bottom, guess what? Be grateful. You're still alive. Be happy. You still have a chance to get out of that. Mm -hmm. I've – made no money i've made lots of money i've been in between making all kinds of money and full-on miserable i barely get by right now everything's paid everything gets done it's not i don't have all the excess money there's no vacations there's not all the cool stuff that that used to be there's not there anymore never been happier in my life Never been happier in my life because I think you're not focusing your happiness on materialistic things or things that are temporarily satisfaction. You're finding happiness in your life that you're creating creating right now. It's 100 percent right. All those things that used to be important. They're not that fucking your priorities change. (laughs) They did. You know, um, I. I, when I was making all the money, I wasn't spending time with my kids. Now I'm spending time with my kids. I bet you you were more happier going to your son's baseball game than you being on vacation. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You yeah. know, or you know, I'm I'm not at a, a at a business meeting or doing all these things that I was telling myself well, I'm doing it for the family. Now I'm actually spending time with my family. And they probably appreciate it a lot more yeah. than the gifts that you can. And buy. it helps them down the line too, because it helps them mentally. I was just going to get at that. The difference in my son's life, as far as his grades and his confidence and all kinds of other things that were 180 degrees in the other direction with your older kids, with my old. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Just that yeah. difference because I'm able to be there. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I ended up not wanting to be a doctor. Cause I asked doctors like, how's your family life? And they're like, what family life? Like I'm here all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, that it, instantly I was like, okay, I don't want to do that. 
It's like the the show or the movie um, Horrible Bosses. Yes. And he's like, I wanted to be a good dad when I grew up. That's I literally wanted to be like that and still do is I want to be a good father figure and have a good family life. That's my main priority is just to have a good family life. I don't want my kids to have to go through what I went through or what my parents went through or whatever. I don't want them to ever have to do that because it's not a good thing. And so that's always been my priority. So like when I wanted to be a doctor and I found out it's that you don't really have a good family life, I'm like, okay, I don't want to do it. I'll find, I'd rather do something else. And that's why I like this because I get to choose my hours right now. If I have a media (laughs) company, eventually I get to pick when I'm home. I get to be with my kids. I get to be with my wife. I get to do what I want to do. I get to have the choice of my family life. I get to control that. And that's what I want to do eventually. Not anytime soon, but (laughs) down the road when it's time, when I'm financially able to support a family. That's when everybody's like, when do you want to have kids? When do you want to get married? When I'm financially ready. I want to be able to support my kids. I don't want to have a kid anytime soon because I won't have nothing for that kid. Mm -hmm. I'll give everything to that kid, but I won't have anything for that kid. So it's like, be patient. It'll happen. Yeah. I please don't make it happen anytime soon. <laughs> no. And I go back to and what that's you on said. you. Yeah. <laughs> what you said earlier, like about um you know, spending time like with your family. My sister, you know, she she had kid her first kid at seventeen and when we were going on vacation, you know, she was like, I have regrets of, you know, not spending time and being there with my kids and like missing out on moments because she was a single mother and she had, she had to, to work. work and she had to put them through childcare. And she basically had to pay someone else to raise her kids. Yeah, I never want to have my and, kid in a childcare. And, and that's what she had to go through. And she's been a stronger woman. Like, I look up to my sister because she didn't get no college education or anything. But. At this age now, she's only 36. She just turned 30, no, 35. She just turned 35, and she makes 33 bucks an hour. Sorry, I told everyone. Um, But she has no college education. She had a kid in high school. She had all the, you know, everything against her, all the odds against her, Mm -hmm. and she has came through. And, like, that's one of the things of like I always say I learn I don't only learn from my own experiences I try to learn from other people's experiences and all my brothers and sisters luckily I was the youngest and they all had kids at a young age and they're finally starting to get stable and get you know provide for their kids and it's tough it's not easy so I commend to everyone that can do that and my parents did that i just want to be able to spend time yeah with my family and do things and not worry about i can't buy this i can't spend time with this i can't you know i have to put them through daycare i have to do this and you know one of my best friends he's he had a kid young too and i look up to him because his wife doesn't work and she raises three kids 
And for him to be working so hard six days a week, at least his their mother is raising them and they're not working both to pay someone else to raise them. Yeah. You know, everyone has their own circumstances. Everyone has their own things, but I think we should all just be grateful and have no regrets because what you're going through is temporary and it's, you're meant to go through that. So my sister was meant to go through that in order to become the woman she is. And I feel like it's also benefit like for any people listening or like watching, if you're the youngest kid, you have a great advantage because you get to see all your older siblings and everybody make mistakes and you get to learn from that before it happens to you. Mm-hmm. You're not the person figuring it out from scratch. You that was get me. to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the youngest, technically the youngest um besides my younger stepbrother, but like I was able to watch what my sister did. She moved out when she was like 18 and she's with her boyfriend and now they're married and everything. And she made mistakes along the way. And I made sure to kind of pay attention and be like, look, I don't want to do this. I need to make sure I'm paying attention to this or whatever. And it's like, so if you're the youngest kid in your family or you're close or you have someone older than you, pay attention to the mistakes that they're making and don't ridicule them for it, but learn from it and make sure you don't do the same thing. The oldest always has it the hardest because they're the ones that just kind of go through it. We were figuring it out. Yeah, I yeah. was in third grade, both parents working, looking around, going, "How are we gonna make breakfast?" Yeah, figured it out. And you have to take <laughs> care of your younger siblings yeah, too. Yeah, you're taking yeah. care of the younger siblings along the way. Um, you're looking around, go, and believe me, you make mistakes. I mean, we're I was what eight years old when I remember this vividly. Um, eight years old, there was no milk in the house. We're trying to get breakfast, <laughs> and so there's. Pour the bowl of cornflakes. There's no milk. Let's take this fruit punch <laughs> and pour <laughs> it into there. It tasted yeah. horrible. We spit it out. We knew never to do that again. But, you know, you learn that lesson. You live and you learn. And, you know, um, you could say, I could sit there and say, oh, poor me, and, and say that um, I had a rough life. But you know what? I learned try how again. To, I learned how to cook. I learned how to clean. I learned how to use, I learned how to iron my own clothes. I learned how to use the washing machine, the dryer and do all these things at an age where I was like, I was eight, nine, 10 years old. These were the things yeah. that we figured if out. You're like 18 and don't know how to do your own laundry. Like you're pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I totally believe you with that JR, because the other day I had a video conference with you and you were multitasking three things, <laughs> cooking dinner for your kids <laughs> Um, heating up, looking things up, having the meeting with me and, you know, eating at the same time. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you look like super dad right now. And you're just like, you got it. It's an everyday thing. You get better at it. And, you know, I commend you. I can't do that. I'm like, I got to cook first and like, hold on. Let me make sure I don't burn myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, something's not going to end up you right. Know, There's you go a- through the things that you go through to become the person that you are today. that you were meant to be yeah. absolutely 100%. And on that note, yeah, I think we can Same. wind it down for the, for tonight's episode. Um, thanks again, everybody out there that um, is listening, episode watching four? episode four. 
yes. of hopefully a lot more. We've got a lot of cool guests lined up, and um, we're really looking forward to getting them in here and hearing some more stories that are just going to lead to cool conversations, and we can't wait to be um, bringing that along to you folks and sharing. So Follow us on Instagram at TableTalk3G. I made it while we had this podcast. You, you. And uh, hashtag us or send the videos of your... Um, hashtag TableTalkChallenge. Yes, TableTalkChallenge. And one more thing. Wait, wait, wait. What's, what's TableTalkChallenge? That's our burpee Oh, is thing. that our no, burpee? Yeah. So one more thing to add to that challenge. So it's burpee, it's water. And... Write down 10 things that you're grateful for right in the I'm morning. I'm okay with that. Every day? Every day. It could be the same things. Just write down 10 things that you're grateful for. To start your day okay. thinking, being grateful for what... Just waking up. I'm thankful for my eyes. <laughs> thankful <laughs> I'm done doing these burpees. <laughs> Here you go. There's see? one right there. 100%. So, so three things. Three things. Hashtag, hashtag table talk challenge. Yep. Okay. That, is, that gauntlet has been thrown down. Um, and if everybody out there wants to join in, we'd love to have you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week at the table. Yep. See ya.